Welcome back to the Asian Conservative Lawyer. I'm your host, Jamil Gabriel. So today I'm going to talk about three different scenarios. Well, each podcast is going to have, for the next three podcasts, it's going to have three different uh, scenarios on what would happen if China invades Taiwan. So I'm going to label these the good ending, the bad ending, and the ugly ending, okay? Because I really do like that movie from Sergio Leone, The Good, Bad, Ugly, but I digress, all right? So this is going to be the good ending, all right? This is just, I'm just counting on what our political landscape is right now and all our leaders right now and all this other stuff on what is the most likely scenario that's going to happen. And I'll give you a percentage on what I believe is likely to happen if China invades Taiwan. So China invades Taiwan, all right, within the year, okay? They see that Russia was able to get back its land. They were able to get back Ukraine, have it part of the original Soviet Union, and China gets jealous, all right? Um, China originally wanted Taiwan. They pushed the White Army or the Republic of uh, China down past um, down to the island, and it was um, Dwight Eisenhower that pretty much threatened them that, hey, if you threaten Mao, that if you invade Taiwan, we're gonna nuke you guys. So Mao refused. Okay, plus there was a naval blockade, and Mao just could not do anything at the time. So China gets emboldened by this action from Russia. They decide to invade Taiwan, all right? They do a full-scale invasion. There's a couple ships, American ships, in um, in the Pacific right now that could aid them, and they'd probably set up a blockade. So China would have to knock out those ships. China would release their strongest missiles to destroy the aircraft carriers. Um, you know, thousands of people would die. Thousands of Americans would die. And then they would easily break through the blockade, get to, onto the island and invade and destroy pretty much everything. Okay, they destroy Taipei. Um, I would guess, depending on the resistance movement that the Taiwanese would do, it would probably take a maximum a year. Maximum. Um, it could be as short as like a couple days. So China invades Taiwan. They destroy Taipei. Um or they're about to, resistance happens. Um, you got to remember that Taiwan is conscripted. So all their males have been or are currently in the armed forces. So they're going to send their active duty and reserves first to fight. Okay. Then after that, it's going to be the uh, the veterans. So the people that serve their, their country and that are like my age, you know, a little bit long in the tooth. They're going to stand up, they're going to fight, and they're going to try to push until reinforcements come. Guam is, I think, the uh, mil- uh, sorry, the United States' largest military base in the Pacific. So Guam would send forces right away to help strengthen um, the Taiwanese people. All right. So that would be the first step. Japan would then have a meeting, and Japan did say that they are going to defend Taiwan. I mean, you got to realize that Japan is about 200 miles from Taiwan. So they're going to see that as an act of aggression. All right. Um, I don't see, I see Biden saying that, no, it's not going to happen. We're just going to do sanctions. And Japan's going to be like, no, well, they're really close and they could set up military bases on Taiwan and just take over Japan super easily. So Japan would send aid, all right? They would declare war on China. Then that means that America would be allowed 
to launch uh, launch missiles and launch from the other Japanese bases in Japan. So like Okinawa, Iwo Jima, um, y- Yakuska, sorry, Yakuska Marine Corps base. They were they're all able to launch missiles, and they're able to stop. Um, they're able to stop China. China would then ask North Korea to finally invade um, South Korea, okay? Because with a full frontal force, there is no way China would be able to stand, okay? Especially going on the defensive. So North Korea would invade South Korea. That would lead to more lives lost. The first place that they would missile would be Seoul. That would be a guaranteed. Seoul would be, this, I mean, Seoul is literally 20 miles away from North Korea. So they would 100% invade. I do not see any scenario, and every one of these scenarios will have North Korea invade South Korea. There is no possible way that Kim Jong-un would see two of their allies, two of their allies saying, oh yeah, well, we just were able to get back our land, so you know, we're going to take back our land. North Korea honestly believes that they are the true Korea, and South Korea was broken up because America. That's, that's their belief. So North Korea invades South Korea. They destroy Seoul completely. 10 million people are dead. And um, you got to count that there is a very large military base in the heart of Seoul. Like in the center of the city is, a mil- is an American military base. The American military would be destroyed right off the bat just because of a surprise attack. So then it goes to the United States. The United States will then declare war. Now, you could say, well, Joe Biden is, you know, would not sign off on uh, declaring war while Congress needs to. And because of this election coming up, a lot of people are going to frown on that a lot of their family members and a lot of their loved ones were just killed. Okay, you have to realize that America likes their revenge. They like they want to have revenge. All right. In September 11th, if you actually look at the statistics after September 11th happened, 80% of people wanted to go to war. 80% of the American population wanted to go to war, okay? George Bush just managed to go to war with the wrong country. He wanted to go invade Iraq. That gave him the excuse to invade Iraq. But this, we know the aggressor, and they would 100% declare war. Otherwise, they would lose the election right off the bat. Now, if this happens, if this happened um, after the elections happened and let's say the democratic party was uh victorious and they're you know even though they are war but i could explain that later they would still go to war because we do have recall elections so i the american people would not stand for it i just do not see for a fact that american people would just say oh yeah my brother served in you know the us marine corps and they were just bombed or you know, my sister served on uh, Ronald Reagan, the USS Ronald Reagan, and they were, I, I don't know if Ronald Reagan's actually in China right now, but I do know that it's an aircraft carrier, and I don't, you know, I'm just using this as an example. So I don't see the American people going, yeah, one of my, you know, my sister was, and my daughter was serving on Ronald Reagan when um, missiles attacked and she drowned and sunk and died. Okay, I don't see that. I don't see him just rolling over like that. So America would 100% declare war. 
they would 100% declare war. So the first thing that they would do is stop North Korea from trying to invade all of South Korea. So they would focus on that. They would send troops all the way into, um, they would send all the Japanese troops that they have all the way into South Korea. They would push back North Korea and they would continue. They wouldn't just stop at Seoul or pass the 38th parallel. They would 100% just keep on continuing. So North Korea would then have to ask Russia to declare war. They would have to say, okay, well, we need your help, right? We are, you know, we're still using MiGs and MiG is the jet of the Cold War. We're still using MiGs and all the stuff you left us during, you know, the 1950s and 60s. So we're not going to stand a chance. South Korea and America would just completely demolish them. So they would have to get both China and Russia's help. Russia would be reluctant to say yes because NATO would declare war on Russia and then take back Ukraine. So France, Germany, um, I think there's like 26 countries that are uh, part of NATO. They would end up invading Ukraine and then they would take back Ukraine and then they would continue until they hit Moscow. So Russia would not do anything. They would condemn, they would probably condemn North Korea and say, oh, that's bad, but secretly they'd be funding them. So, you know, that's what I, that's what I foresee happening. China would have to help North Korea. So China would send troops to a North Korean border to help push back America past Pyongyang and, um, stop at the 38th parallel and try to take it, okay? That will give enough time because of Guam to America to send more troops and take back the island of Taiwan. So that's the most, that's the most likely scenario that I could see happening. Um, if if um, the United States refuses to help, all right? If they refuse to help, the Democrats and the party would, and Republicans, the Republicans that voted against going to war, they would lose every single election from now until the end of time. There is no way that America, um, the American people would just stand there and, you know, sit there. They would, they would just lose. Okay. So what they would, what I see Democrats doing is they're going to try to play the race card like they've been doing. And saying that, oh, well, we're sending black troops and, you know, all those other troops in there. But Americans aren't that stupid and they would 100% just enlist and black people be like, I joined to uh, fight for Taiwan. So, you know, there's going to, there would be a draft. There would be a 100% draft after the United States declares war on China. So they would take back Taiwan. They would leave a large troop base there. And then they would use the bases in Taiwan to launch to hit um, mainland China. And then from North Korea, the um, United States military and the uh, South Korean military would set up bases and start launching uh, counter offensives towards China. And they would probably win. The only way it would stop is if Russia interferes and helps China out, which that could be a very real possibility. They would help China out. They would not help North Korea out, okay? So if they help China out, then, you know, they could see um, NATO probably would not get much involved because they didn't already. 
So I, yeah, I see that NATO would not do anything because when China took Hong Kong, even after in 1997, when uh, Britain gave up uh, Hong Kong and said, okay, you guys can have Hong Kong, but Hong Kong will remain free. They will remain free. All right. And it only took, I think, 2000. No, it was during it was like right after the election of Joe Biden. As soon as the election of Joe Biden happened, Hong Kong fell and NATO did not do anything. So that is almost guaranteed that that's what's going to happen. NATO's not going to do anything if they invade China. So then it's going to be a really bloody war. It's going to be brutally bloody, okay? Um, China has like 30 million troops and America has 3 million. The only issue is that China... I mean, China even has the same technology because most of our products come from China. So they would they would just have this. It would be like evenly matched. The problem is that China has, you know, I guess you could say more of um, they're less trained. They're they're less trained as the American forces are. And America tends to I mean, yeah, they're not they don't have really good generals right now. And that could definitely turn the tide of war. But Americans would continue to fight. And Americans would just keep sending troops until <laughs> through war of attrition until they win. So after that, Beijing would fall and then it would be Russia. Okay. And America would send um, would send aid, aid to China to rebuild their country. I don't know why it is, but... If you look at history, America, every time they kick ass in war, they always end up, you know, helping fund um, the opposite side. They always end up giving them money to help rebuild. You could see that during World War One after the Treaty of Versailles, when um, Germany had to pay war reparations. America started giving money because they knew that Germany did not have the money to pay these war reparations. Unfortunately, America at the time was going through the Great Depression, so they didn't have money either. So that ended up happening, and Germany ended up, or rather the Weimar Republic, ended up going after and listening after a small or short little man with a you know funny mustache. And we all know what happened there. In the Civil War, when Grant surrendered at Appomattox, the first question Lee asked, or not Lee, Grant asked Lee was, how are your troops? When Lee said that his troops had lost all morale, they had lost all food, they had lost all water, Grant immediately sent a caravan to um, Lee's troops, okay? So America likes to do that. During World War II, after the Nazis fell, Germany was, you know, recovering america sent a lot of supplies all right they called it the berlin airlift you can look it up like i mentioned before it was like two hundred thousand airplanes that um descended within like four months so it was like it was it was like every five minutes i mean it is really crazy when you think about it during the korean war america was sending um supplies to south korea vietnam america was sending supplies and money to vietnam after they lost, even after America lost, they still sent supplies. Um, when when Iraq was built, you know, and Iraq was after World War One, they just drew a bunch of lines in the Middle East and said, "Okay, this is it." They were actually funding 
Saddam Hussein and funding um, a lot of his troops. And Saddam Hussein didn't want to listen to the Americans, so we invaded Iraq, and that's a whole different story that I'm not going to get into today. So, yeah, they're going to fund China, and then they're going to rebuild. Um, I believe Taiwan will probably encompass the mainland of China. They would take it over because Taiwan, the Taiwanese honestly believe that they are the true Chinese population. Taiwan's official name is the Republic of China. So, yeah. So that is the good ending. All right. And I say that this would be roughly around 70% that this would happen. Because, like I said, Japan would be the major player. Japan and South Korea. Because North, like I said, I do not see North Korea not invading South Korea. Okay. China, mainland China sees Taiwan as, you know, part of mainland China, just like they saw Hong Kong. Um, North Korea sees South Korea as mainland, um, as, you know, just one Korea. In fact, if you go to Pyongyang, they have two statues where, like, it's supposed to meet, where South Korea and North Korea are supposed to unite. So... I see that Kim Jong-un would 100% try to invade South Korea. And you have to think that Kim Jong-un is trying to display himself as an image like his grandfather, Kim Il-sung, because Kim Jong-il was such a disastrous failure and was a dictator. If you look at the pictures, people like Kim Jong-un more. And I know it's fake, but they like Kim Jong-un more because he's smiling more. You know, he's not acting or in front of the people, acting like a dictator. Apparently, Kim Jong-un, you know, is creating um, public parks and public places for people to have recreation, but it's really not for the people. It's really for his rich friends. So, yeah, that would be... Uh, and Kim Il-sung 100% wanted to take South Korea. So I could see him garnering support just like Kim, um, Kim Il-sung did, and he would 100% invade South Korea. But... This would be the good, and I don't even consider it really that good because millions of people would die. I would estimate that the United States would win, uh, you know, a couple hundred thousand, or not win, but they would lose a couple hundred thousand troops, um, countless civilians that were stationed in South Korea. Um, I would say overall it would be like 300,000 um, Americans would be dead because of this war, Taiwan would lose millions, South Korea would lose tens of millions, North Korea would lose tens of millions, China would lose tens of millions easily. So that's the good scenario. So this is pretty uh, pretty serious. All right. Anyway, that's it for today. Tomorrow I will end up talking about the bad and then the next day after that, the ugly. What is the ugly scenario? And trust me, the ugly scenario involves nuclear warfare. All right. Thanks for listening. I'm Jamil Gabriel, and I'm signing off.